What's going on, everybody? I'm Derek. I'm Mish. And I'm Doug. Real fast, we do have to tell you that this podcast, parts of it are pre-recorded, especially Sam. Uh, being as he's has some stuff going on, he's just going to pre-record it. So if there is a little bit of repeating content, that's why. We aren't going to edit anything. We are just going to record with the three of us and then Sam. So once again, if we repeat anything, just roll with it. And introducing Sam. And hey guys, it's the Uncle Sam here joining via pre-recorded audio. Can't wait to see you all next time on the podcast. This week's featured bundle at Humble Bundle is the Build Your Own 2K Bundle. This bundle allows you to choose your favorite 2K franchise titles such as Bioshock, Borderlands, XCOM, and Civilization. With most titles already on sale for less than $15, you get an additional savings the more you purchase. If you'd like to know more, head on over to the Gaming and Chill Discord channel or visit our newly updated website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page and click on our Humble Bundle Partner logo. Now without further delay, welcome to the Gaming and Chill Podcast. Thanks, Derek. So as far as gaming companies, Bethesda really took the cake. After kicking off the show with an interesting rock performance, they made a surprising announcement, Rage 2. While the original Rage wasn't over-the-top popular, gamers are sure to find something to enjoy in this new game, even if it's just for the graphics alone. If I could sum it up, it almost looks like Mad Max, the entire franchise, had a baby with the Doom franchise. Definitely it's a title to look into if you're looking for a new post-apocalyptic feel, but more will be announced because they didn't give an immediate release date. Next came the announcements of Elder Scroll Legends, a card game game, which automatically makes it really lame. And the Elder Scrolls Somerset, in addition to the Elder Scrolls Online game, but who really cares about that anymore? After we got past all the Elder Scrolls crap, the E3 keynote took an interesting turn announcing a new Doom sequel called Doom Eternal. Apparently, they kept very tight-lipped about it, however, because they're going to be giving us more details and coverage at QuakeCon in August. They continued forward announcing Quake Champions and new and a new focus on esports, which will begin later this year, which I think many gamers will look forward to. After announcing a free update for Prey called Prey Mooncrash, they moved on to another interesting variant of this previous series called Wolfenstein Youngblood, where you play as Hillbilly's twin daughters. After covering a few more additions, Bethesda brought out Todd Howard to really get the party started. He opened up his spiel by announcing Skyrim Very Special Edition, which was a great jab at their own company. Keegan-Michael Kay starts in a fake commercial that claims the very special edition was for Amazon Alexa. While it was just a spoof, I would highly recommend taking a look at it for your own personal enjoyment. However, the biggest real announcement was about to be made. Fallout 76. While Fallout 76 had been announced the week prior, still there was very little information given. However, what we did find out was sure to make 
anybody that was a fan of the Fallout series like myself very excited. Fallout 76 actually predates all the games in the Fallout franchise, even the ones that Interplay made years ago. Happening about 20-25 years after the bombs originally fell, Fault 76 was specially designed in order to help rebuild the foundation of America as soon as the nuclear radiation had died away, on a day that they dubbed Reclamation Day. The Vault 76 Wasteland is based in the mountains of West Virginia and introduces many new weapons, unique creatures from West Virginia lore, new weather system and mechanics, but most of all, online multiplayer. While many individuals may cringe at this idea, Howard informed us that every server will only have a few dozen people on it instead of thousands, since it's the apocalypse, you know, and that single-player mode will still be an option. In order to provide us with further comfort, he also announced Beta, the Break It Early Test application, which is essentially a beta test for all those who have pre-ordered this game, like myself, so we can test and fix the game before it drops in November. He finished with the announcement for the Fallout series that Fallout Shelter would also be available on the Switch as of that day as well. After he wrapped up Fallout 76, he continued on to the cringe-worthy announcement of the Elder Scrolls Blade for mobile, which, I will be honest, looks like straight-up garbage. And then he announced Starfield, a new franchise Bethesda's working on. While the trailer didn't really give any information about the game itself, it did prove that Bethesda was adventurous enough to try out a new franchise for the first time in almost a quarter century. Not a lot was disclosed about this series, but needless to say, many gamers are excited what this new venture will bring. Probably they saved the most interesting for last, however. They announced Elder Scrolls VI is being worked on. However, there was not any details except for the initial trailer graphics before they ended the entire E3 keynote. So overall, I believe Bethesda did a great job at advertising their wares. With the promise of Rage 2, Doom Eternal, and Wolfenstein 3, they gave fans a future to look forward to. They proved they weren't above making fun of themselves with a Skyrim Very Special Edition. And they also proved that they were adventurous enough to try something new with Starfield. But most importantly, they knew how to pitch the latest version of Fallouts to its fans without scaring people off. I'm not just excited for Fallout 76, but I'm also excited to see what this new year brings for Bethesda. This is Uncle Sam signing off. Back to you guys. Thanks, Sam. Alright, in case I didn't say this, this is episode 85 of the Gaming and Chill podcast. The E3 edition. Guys, did you watch E3? No, none of it. Uh, periodically. <laughs> only, the, only the parts that weren't Smash. So everything with a Nintendo. Only oh, on the days that ended in Y. Did they announce Smash? I missed everything about that. Wait, no, wait. What's Smash? <laughs> <laughs> we say that. I think all of us chose Smash on our lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the faintest you're talking about, sir. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to go to... We ha- each came up with the top ten list of games that we were most interested in either playing or watching it streamed from E3 across all the conferences. So we're just going to go down the line. How's that sound to you, gentlemen? Sounds good to me. Could we put a little ticker up with the name and then who wanted it? Look, you're asking a lot from the person who edits. Yes, (laughs) we can. Yep, I know. (laughs) We can. All right, let's start off with Anthem. So of the lists, only three of us chose it. So uh, forget Doug. So it was me, Sam, and Mish. 
I am so looking forward to this game. And I am so looking forward to seeing how they ultimately let me down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's I think... why I didn't add it. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the smartest one of us all. Yeah, probably. Um, I think the biggest thing with Anthem uh, is the fact that it'll run in 4K, which is not uh, not a scarce thing at all with these new E3 games. Um, but it's also like the, oh, you wanted an Iron Man simulator? Here's an Iron Man simulator. It looks like Iron Man meets Destiny meets Mass Effect. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Which is good because it's Bioware, which made Mass Effect. Yeah, I mean, Bioware has, like, their theme. Like, pretty much all of their games are very similar in their look, but Anthem, like, knocks it out of the park with just the open-world landscape and, um, like, the, like what you said, Destiny has itself. Something I found intriguing of it, and sorry to kind of leave you out in the cold, Doug, but you can kind of fill in how you feel about this. Ultimately, you're not locked into a class. I was See, wa- here's I was, the thing. No, I was watching it, and like you can switch what's called lancers, and you can switch armor sets and change into different roles in the combat. So yeah. you get four different mechs. So yeah. And it's almost like in a Pokemon game how I, whenever I play Pokemon, I play it horribly and I only level up one Pokemon repeatedly until all of my other Pokemon are horribly underpowered. My and then I sacrifice them um, in the battles to revive my good Pokemon. <laughs> They're um, your fodder. But instead instead of that, like you can be like, oh man, I'm really wanting a play style that's more like up and at him and killing people like in, with my fists. Or, no, I want a playstyle that's a lot more agile and I can run around the battlefield more. And so, like, it's it's a perfect game for the person who just comes home, wants to play a game, and be like, oh, I could do this six type of games in this one game. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that. So what, may, what made you not choose it, Doug? You were the only one not to choose it. Was it just the EA Well, curse? here's the thing. I'm probably going to get it, but it just didn't meet my top ten. Oh, okay. okay. I'm excited for the game. Like, I like how it looks, but ultimately it's not something I can see myself... Like, I'm going to sit down and play it with you guys, because didn't did you choose it for PC or Xbox there, Mish? Uh, I'll probably do it on Xbox, because I just prefer that type of play style on Xbox. See, and I'd probably get it on Xbox, and you and I would do, like, we're doing with Destiny, play it together. Mm-hmm. But, it, like I said, it just didn't make my top ten. Okay, so, fair enough. It's not that I hate this game, although my feelings about EA are certainly strong. Okay, they did they did do something that I really like. They outwardly said, no loot boxes. Yes, you are able to buy cosmetics, but they're not in a loot box situation. So it's like, and, if yeah, you, you want to buy this, you got it. Here's also the thing. Hitler promised not to invade Poland. All right. On to our next game. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's EA. <laughs> EA is known for loot boxes. They're going, we won't have loot boxes. Yeah, they're going to call them something different. That's fair. I I feel like after the whole debacle where it's seen as gambling now, the the environment has shifted on EA. They're going to go, well, that's oh. Why they're not, that, that's why they're not going to be called loot boxes. They're going to be called, like, oh, paint jobs for your lance. So they're going to be, you know... Well, you know, paint jobs here's or something the, like that. Here's the thing. I'm absolutely 100% okay with buyable cosmetics. Like, Heroes of the Storm, perfect example. I buy a bunch of gems, and I go, 
I want this diva skin. I buy that one skin and unlock it. Boom. I'm absolutely okay with that because it lets me choose my cosmetic. I hate loot boxes where it's like, I really want that diva skin. Oh, right. I have to gamble for that diva skin. I will pay you five bucks not to have to do that. Yeah. I, I, I prefer the just buying of cosmetics and not the gambling away of it. I dig it. Okay. Moving on to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mish, you are the only one to put it on the list. Why? Why yeah, I think... So, did you guys ever play uh, the most recent Assassin's Creed that was released, the Egyptian one? I did. I didn't. Did you play it a lot? Uh, I... Well, that's really... I'm hearing a no. <laughs> I got yeah, to the that, point I where I could roam the world, and then I started wandering around, and I, like, got to the middle of the area... And I just started finding all the, uh, not lighthouses, what were they? V- viewpoints. Yeah. The synchronization points. Mm-hmm. And so I did that, and I like I, en- I enjoyed the game. It's just ultimately, I'm kind of getting burnt out on open world games. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. And um, I-, I agree that Assassin's Creed Origin was definitely a huge open world, probably one of the largest in a game that I've played recently. However, I think, so, basically, they've gone from Egyptian lore to kind of the Greek lore with Odyssey. Um, I really enjoyed uh, any type of Greek mythology and um, even Roman mythology, which is basically the same thing. Right. Um, which it it's kind of throws you in that world because um, you take control control of a Spartan rejected by their family. That's basically the plot line. Ooh, you know um, what we could get? Crossover with God of War. That's, I mean, I would not be surprised at all if that happened because it'd be super cool. I would be um, so mad. But you know all of, like the the prophecy and everything that goes with any um, any Assassin's Creed. It relies strongly on like the religion, I guess you'd say, of the time. Um, and so I'm excited to see exactly how that works out with the, with the Greek or Roman um, religions, and um, I was also reading here, um, in in the actual gameplay, um, it looks like you might be able to fight for Athens or Sparta, um, pending which league you pick. So, like, I think that's the first time Assassin's Creed has really had a pick-a-side type thing. This is the first time they've also had the ability to have a female protagonist solely. Like, I know yeah. Syndicate, you switch between the brother and sister, mm-hmm. but this one, it's like, do you want to play as the male, or do you want to play as the female? Mm-hmm. That's it. And, you don't um, switch out. The modern day segments still follow the same, like, um, person who goes into the Nexus or whatever it's called, um, Layla Hassan. It still follows her. Nice. Um, it's, it's the Animus. Well, whatever. Nexus Animus. I don't know. Maybe they're calling <laughs> it something different I've only played one Assassin's game, Creed game. Maybe there. they don't even need the Animus. Maybe she's always locked in it anyways, and so the who cares? Right. Um, but so, yeah, I'm just really excited for it on Xbox specifically because I feel like quick time events are always easier on an, on a uh, controller than a PC. Um, and I just really enjoyed the gameplay. And this is one of the items that I um, I will probably end up getting uh, with a pre-order or even the like deluxe edition as well, um, just because I I enjoyed the last one and it's just the different pre-orders. Like you could get a trophy, um, you could get like a diorama 
the or actual whatever spear of, of Leonidas. Um. You know, if that happened, then I, I would not have that as the subject in a murder trial, but it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just a lot of like bonuses that you can get that otherwise it's like the, the criminal enterprise starter pack for a GTA. You can buy that and get a whole bunch of early starting stuff, or you can just buy that with the game and have it just slightly cheaper. And yeah, so I feel like I'm going to put in enough time on this game that it would be worth the pre-order. Makes sense. I'll take it. All right. So Doug and Sam were the only one to say they wanted Damon X Machina. Yes. Is it, is it because it looks like Gundam? Well, here's the thing. Yes. I was already thinking, I'm going to get this game because it looks a lot like Gundam. And then watching the direct again, because I didn't catch the first half, it's like, and if the uh, mechs, I forget what they're called, look really similar, uh, that's because they were designed by the same guy who did Armored Core. And I'm like, okay. That just got me, got got them pre-order. And the dude who designed the mechs from Macross. And I'm like, oh, now they got the digital edition. The <laughs> deluxe edition. Oh, now they earned that right. I like it. But yeah, so, like, this game just looks really cool. It looks to be a solid mech builder mission-based game where you can kind of take the missions on your own terms. If you want to use a katana on your giant mech, go for it. If you want just to use the rocket pods, that's equally as viable. This sounds and, like Armored Core, specifically exactly like Armored Core. Yeah, because remember I said the mechs were designed by the dude who made Armored Core. It, it sounds like the game was made by the people who made Armored Core. It's I would like to say it's a love letter to mech anime. And I say that lightly because, you know, it's not like an anime-based game where everything's like super stylized. It's like, yeah... They are anime-style mech with stupidly long katanas and rocket pods that may never empty of missiles. I like and it. And that's the kind of thing that appeals to my life. See, I know kind of what you're talking about there, and we'll get to it at one of my next games. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Cool. Anything yeah, else on uh, I'm, Like I said, I'm probably going to get the collector's edition. Hopefully they have some sort of, like statuette of one of the main mechs. That'd be really cool. Nice. Okay. Next one. I am the only one with any class, any belief in Hideo Kojima. Death Stranding. I have a funny story about that. I want to hear this funny story. You mentioned before the podcast you had a funny story, and I was like, I want to hear this so bad. Do you remember part in the trailer where it looks like there's a baby in, like, it looks straight up like the birth canal? Um, you mean when it, when it goes, like, into his navel and you see, like, the baby's butt and it turns around and it's like, oh, it is a baby. Yeah, I remember yeah. that part. Um, so I'm watching that part on YouTube. At work? At, at work. Okay. One of my coworkers walks in and goes, the immediately first thing out of their mouth is, Doug, what are you watching? And I'm like, it would be way easier for me not to explain <laughs> and just say it's from a video game. J- just send me HR right now. <laughs> Thankfully, I'll, they're like, they're really cool about them. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's from Death Stranding. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Whew. Pull out the headphones. I want to hear it, too. <laughs> but it's just like, thanks, Hideo Kojima. You're really getting me in trouble here. Well, the thing is, is, it looks like a mixture of Harry Potter and the Martian. Because the monsters in Harry Potter, in, you know, the monsters in Death Stranding, totally look like the Dementors from Harry Potter. It's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. 
Mad Damon. Um, and then it looks like he's just walking through the environment. And I'm like, it reminds me of, like, the Martian when he's trying to escape. Like, he just walks. See, that's what has me concerned about Death Stranding. There's oh, it, so little information to go on, I don't want to buy into this hype, and it's just like... Okay, here's my, here's my thought, here's my thought. Hideo Kojima, maker of the classic Metal Gear games, if he is making this game, I gotta be honest, if he's making this game, I want to give it money just because of how dirty they did him in for uh, Metal <laughs> Gear. He deserves it. So, they did him dirty, so he's gonna make a really really good game to basically give the side eye to konami and go hey remember metal gear (laughs) (laughs) see and i think that's why this game may be my i'm going to watch it streamed but not at work (laughs) because just like do i want to buy that like i don't know anything about the game that's what kind of like that's what i kind of like about it is the fact of we don't even know what mads mickelson's character does we know he's in it we don't know what he does. Like, I am, I absolutely am going to buy this game and I will stream it. So you could watch me stream it. And that's when Hideo Kojima just pops up onto the screen with Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen and just gives you all, gives everybody playing the game the finger. She's like, <laughs> ha ha, you paid $60 for this. You're going to enjoy it. And it's like Elmo's Block World after that. I will stream all seven hours of Elmo's Block World, even if Kojima's name is on it. I'm like, I don't know, for some reason, like, I have a lot of faith and trust in Kojima, where I'm like, he could tell us nothing about the game and go, and it's released, I, I probably would just go buy it and play it and be like, I have faith in you, Kojima, like, you, all the good Metal Gear games are in your name, I have immense amounts of faith in you. You went out and started your own production company where you get to meet your own standards, where you get to make your own stuff. You got me, man. I I want to support that. Oh, I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll only let you do that Elmo block world playthrough if you can do it in Elmo's voice. Oh, boy. That, <laughs> that was Mickey, Mickey Mouse. No. Elmo wants you to play this game. <laughs> Oh gosh! How would I only do it in Mickey's voice? Oh boy! Um, <laughs> uh, never again, please, sir. Fine, Shaggy or Yoda. Um, <laughs> please, no, 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 please, Papa, no. <laughs> let's let's move on to the next game. <laughs> All right, Destiny Two: The Forsaken. I kind of regret not putting it on here, but it's an honorable mention for me. Uh, that's kind of where it's at for me. Like I'm. And I didn't want to put on this because, like, I knew I was already going to get this game before they even announced all the things about the data, about the game. It was just like, uh, the trailer. Yeah, of course I'm going to buy, yeah, of course I'm just going to buy this game. Dude, did you watch the trailer? Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did you see that they made a shrine at yeah. E3? Yeah. <laughs> outside, Dado does Destiny. He went outside and took a picture of it, and it was on his Twitter. Uh, for those who don't know what it was, um... You know how sometimes when yeah. uh, there's a traffic accident, people I'm place out candles and pictures and flowers yeah. and, uh, of the victim and something. stuff like that? Um, uh, someone posted, put photos and flowers of Cade 6. Yep. And 
I there might have been a picture of Cade Six on the cross. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because oh, I want that as a mail. phone background. I mean, admit it, that would be a great photo. Because it would be something that I feel like they would publish. Because Cade would have taken that photo as a joke and said, "I'm just a martyr around here." <laughs> I sent you you guys a meme. It was Cade uh, going, "Shex, I don't feel so good." Okay. And yeah, <laughs> let's be let's be hurtful about Avengers. Let's hurt each other over it. Well, uh, and my my only thing is so we're going on a off topic thing right now for uh, the Avengers. Uh, it's just it's obviously what's going to happen next because they've already created more movies post this movie. Right. So it's like, oh no, what are they going to do? Are they just going to happen to find that time stone and rewind time? Huh. That sounds good. Yes. Uh, you know the prevailing theory is right. Are we? No, we're not doing this. We're not I I, I believe I think Thanos is going to go back in time to try to save his daughter that he sacrificed. No, here's what's going to happen. Everyone who did the little vanishy thing, they are the ones who are still alive. Whoa. Because if you notice who didn't disappear, you have all the old Avengers, and just a few of them. And all the ones that did disappear. The Hulk everyone. still has more in him, though. Ah, the we don't know if the Hulk disappeared. We know that Mark Ruffalo did not. Whoa! Anyways, the <laughs> next game we're playing here, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Six, no, dude. I, are you excited for that game? I, I would like to point out that the Destiny Two it's actually going to be a space western. So, yeah. I'm excited for that. Okay, so we didn't talk too much about Destiny Two. Um, the main points are basically bows. Uh, and the fact you can run with three shotguns. That's going to be pretty good. And bows. Yeah. Um, and Doug and I are use... playing and streaming uh, Destiny 2, some of the DLCs on Sunday um, and throughout the week for me. And so I've grinded up to where Derek left off Destiny at, at Still, 317 I'm... light level. Left and, out um, that last weekend, I think is what you meant. Well, whatever. Um, but... I'm, I've definitely gotten into Destiny 2 enough to where I feel like it's definitely probably going to be a... Uh, well, the pre-order's already out, so I don't know when I'm going to get that. Probably the next paycheck. Yep. But I'm definitely going to invest in that in the pre-order. I'll probably oh, yeah. be right next to you guys, because I don't think Sam's going to get it. Oh, well, so. he'd need to get it on Xbox in order to play with us. Well, if you... Yeah, uh, yeah pretty much. Um, okay. Elder Scrolls 6. Oh my god... <laughs> Elder Scrolls Six. I, I, I mean, did, there's one reason I didn't put it on this list. We weren't given anything. We were just said Elder Scrolls Six. I'll refer you, sir, back to Death Stranding. I will refer <laughs> you back to Metroid, where they didn't even update on the progress. Uh, no, I, I 100% agree. Which is why I was like, I was a little salty about that. But to me, I was like, I'm excited for it, but I, I don't even know if it's going to be out. 2019, so I, I don't know that I can put this on my list. Oh, no, it'll be easily 2020 before this is released. Okay, well, other argument, he knows the release date. Of what? Of Destiny. Like, the the main brain behind Destiny knows the release date. No, no, I'm talking about Elder Scrolls Six. Sorry, yeah, that. He knows the release date. <laughs> yeah, yes. he said it's gonna be after, like, what, Starlight or something like that? I don't yeah. know, but, I mean, they had to redesign, like, didn't they have to redesign a brand new, like... 
microprocessor in order to really fully design that game? Knowing Bethesda, probably. Bethesda over... Bethesda has a habit of, let's go above and beyond. Are we going to fix those bugs? No, let's invent new technology, though. Okay, well, here's here's a, my main point with Elder Scrolls Six. I played Skyrim just a little bit. I played pretty much nothing before that. I'm purely getting it on PC for the mod value. <laughs> See, I'm getting Elder Scrolls Six because I put 300 hours into one character on my Skyrim, and then I sold stupidly sold my Xbox for an Ouya, which I'm totally not salty about. And yeah, so Elder Scrolls is one of those games that I played all through college. And I'm going to play all through my, you know, Adult midlife life. crisis. My midlife crisis. <laughs> when, do you, when do you forecast that to start? Yeah, I was going to uh, say, you're forecasting it pretty low right now. Should we be worried? No, because then I would easily have like 28 more years. Until, the, until Elder Scrolls 7. It's not setting <laughs> the bar very high. <laughs> uh, yeah. So is there much to say about this? Like, other than, hey, Elder, Elder Scrolls 6. I do like the reaction memes that have come from it. Yes. Uh, have you have you seen the one where it's like scrolling, like it's doing the full like fly into the land, and then instead of saying Elder Scrolls Six, it says we've updated our terms and privacy. No. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, I really enjoyed that one, but I doubt I could find it again because I was just scrolling late night Facebook. Nice. Nice. All right. Can we uh, can we piggyback on this and talk about the. Skyrim very special edition on the Alexa. <laughs> yes. We should talk about that. First of all, I like that as a joke that they got uh Keenan to do it. No, I'm sorry, Jordan Peel. Peel. Jordan Peel. <laughs> but at the same time, I also kind of want that to be a thing. Because old school MUDs, uh multiple multi-user dungeons that were just like text-based adventures, I want Alexa to be able to read out. You find yourself in a cold, damp cave. Like KOL? Imagine Alexa reading KOL. KOL? Kingdom of Loathing? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you find yourself in a cave. It smells mo- faintly like moss. Uh, examine the room. You see nothing in the room except one wooden door with a brass knocker. Check Behind for traps. The end. <laughs> Check for traps. You find no traps. However, are you interested in this? We have updated your privacy policy. Um, but in all, then, all honesty, that would be amazing. I uh, And it sounds terrible and nerdy and just wasteful. I think I would get an Echo Dot for my room so I could lay in bed and go, Alright, let's do this dungeon. Uh, okay, I cast Fireball. And it automatically calculates dice rolls, everything. Sounds like we need to copyright this podcast and prevent anyone else from doing this idea until we can decide we're not going to end up doing it anyways. Elder Scrolls 76. I'm sorry. I'm sorry? Go again? <laughs> Fallout he's, he's talking uh, 20,000 years down the line when Bethesda is just an architect of society. When we've only just then got the beta for Half-Life 3. <laughs> Sorry, the alpha for Half-Life 3. <laughs> right. Anyway, Fallout 76. Let's try that. Uh, this was one that was unanimous across all of ours. Well, I'm going to be watching it streamed. Wait, you're not going to buy it? No. I didn't like Fallout 4. Okay. Um, here's my thing. And I didn't... 
I didn't have a lot of time on Fallout 3, other than, like, nuking Megaton and getting Ten Penny Tower. Other than that, I didn't play a whole lot of 3, either. I, I'll be 100% honest, I never played any of the Fallout series. Uh, again, I'm purely getting this for the mod value. So you're getting it on PC? PC, and when it comes with a DLC package. Nice, I'm gonna get it on PC, so... It'll be the three of us. Did we say what our criteria was when we were picking these games? No. Okay, so our criteria, we can cut this up, do whatever we want to, whenever we want to. Um, the criteria was that we would pre-order the standard edition, pre-order the deluxe collector's edition, the day one purchase, so the day it comes out we get it, watch it streamed, wait for the game or DLC bundle, or Humble Bundle, or just some third-party site where you can get it for three bucks. That was the criteria behind the, uh, the reasons why we picked certain things. Okay. I think I put, uh, this for the 76, I think I put, uh, I'm going to be getting it. It's pre-order standard edition. Um, pure and simple, I'm going to get it and play it, but I'm also, I'm going to try to play with Sam a little bit. Yeah, Sam's already asked for the day off. Y- yeah, I think I'm going to take the day off as well and hang around with him for a day. I think I'm just going to go to work. <laughs> Week. Uh, I'm excited for this. Like, I liked Fallout 3. Fallout 4, I was like, it's Fallout 3. It's just slightly better looking. So I was like, eh, okay. I, I like the Fallout idea, and I like the I like the setting. Like, you know, I gotta be honest, I'm super excited. Well, it's for basically Skyrim with nukes and guns. It's like, uh, like Far Cry 3 with nukes and guns. <laughs> with I, nukes and... In America. <laughs> well, my, Wait, that was, no, that's Far Cry 5. <laughs> the, the, that was the, the joke was Far Cry 3. Uh, I think it was Adam Kovic at, uh, forget what group he was with it then, was like, Far Cry 3, it's like Skyrim with guns. <laughs> so I was like, it's like Far Cry 3, except with nukes and guns. I don't know. It was stupid. It was a joke that it was, it was a jokeception. I'm excited for it though, okay? Don't, uh. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch Sam stream it. Yeah, I, I I enjoy watching those type of games more, and then saying, "Oh nope, there's one over there," or watching the Super Mutant Suiciders and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Not my problem." One of us I'm, is gonna die, and it's not gonna be me. <laughs> I mean, it, I think if you like look at my play history of video games, you're gonna find out I don't play a lot of video games, and when I do, they're like Splatoon, Tetris. <laughs> Pokemon Quest, uh, because I'm not good at video games. I'm not. Have you seen my streams? I'm not. <laughs> um, and I know it. Raise your hand if you think you're good at video games. No one? No one? Oh, I see you in the back. Yeah, you're lying. <laughs> right. No, let me tell you, though, I can kill a Tetris. Nice. I watched, like, the world's final video of Tetris, and I'm watching these guys do these things, and I'm like, why are they doing that? Why, why would they do... Whoa. He has Terminator (laughs) fingers. (laughs) Wait, did that thing just spin 12 times? Did that thing just spin in the nth dimension? (laughs) There's like non Euclidean. the shape of that one. Are you going to be getting, the sidebar, are you going to be getting the uh, Tetris for PlayStation? Uh, There's a funny story. I think we may have mentioned this last week on the podcast. Uh, You know those games where you're just like, this looks like it would be an interesting concept to do while on something. 
Uh, like, uh, one of my friends was like, yeah, have you ever watched Cheech and Chong? I'm like, yeah, I've watched Cheech and Chong. He's like, have you ever watched Cheech and Chong while blazed? I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, it's way funnier. Uh, the Tetris experience, or whatever it's called, it was one of those, This that game looks really fun. It probably looks really fun while playing it in VR on acid. <laughs> oh, yeah, we talked. We did talk about this. Yes. I was like, we're playing it in VR, but you are the piece. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure we had that discussion. But okay. I am going to be getting Tetris uh, experience or whatever it is. Nice. All right. Yeah. So we've all pretty much said Fallout 76. We're getting it. Day one, pretty much. Streaming it. Watching it. Uh, I'll, you know what? Uh, Sam is a much bigger fan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch him stream it. I'll I thought you were going to play with him. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll play with him, but I will yeah, not stream so it. Yeah, so I think that's the big reason why we all put it together is because the possibility of it being a multiplayer type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, like I said, I, I'm going to play it, but I'm not going to stream it because I want to I want to see st- Sam stream it. Like, he's a much bigger Fallout fan, so I was like, I want to I wanna watch that. Like, it's his baby. That's my thing. Yep. So, all right. Gears 5. Sam was the only one to put that on his list. I just don't care about the Gears series. Yeah, I never really got into it. I, I purchased it half and half with a friend. I purchased, like, Gears 3 half and half with a friend. And then my friend was like, oh, cool, thank you so much for getting this. Now we can play it. And I was like, yeah, you can borrow it first. And then I never touched it again. It's kind of like how it's going to be God of War with one of our coworkers. <laughs> yeah, you want to borrow God of yeah. War? Yep, that yeah. sounds about right. I, I guess <laughs> you... <laughs> It's kind of like my Pokemon, my copy of Alpha Sapphire. Back when I worked at the first security company I worked at, I was like, hey, so-and-so, I'm not going to mention his name, uh, you can borrow uh, Alpha Sapphire so that way we can battle in the mornings when I come into work. Because I sat in the car and watched the parking lot because it's peak season. And he's like, cool, yeah, and never seen it again. Mm. We played and never seen it again. <laughs> I'm like, yep. okay. I'm sure Sam will talk about that in his, in, oh, or yeah. he has. Sam has already talked about this, so we're going to move on. Yes. <laughs> okay, Doug, you're the only one to put this on your list. Ghost of Tashim- Tashima? Tushima? Tushima. Okay. Why? Uh, Samurais into ninjas. Like, the game looks beautiful. I can't wait to disappoint myself by playing in, like, 720 in, like, 30 frames a second. Because I don't have a PS4 Pro and, like, a 4K TV. But it looks beautiful. And the combat looks, like, right up my alley because it kind of looks like the Arkham Knight series. Which, I'm actually really good at that combat. Okay. I was like, so, I, I seen the trailer and I was like, eh. Uh, I'm excited for it. Like, I'm going to watch it streamed before I buy it. But yeah, because, I, you know. I didn't even know what it was about. I didn't even care to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. And like I said, I'm going to watch it streamed before I decide to purchase $60 worth of game. You mean like I did with Breath of the Wild? Hey, I, mean, I like uh, Breath of the Wild. All uh, eight, eight months after it was released? It's totally respectable, though. Uh, he bought it like eight months after it released. Oh, like that's fine. Year. I bought it like eight months after I got the Switch. <laughs> what did you play in the meantime? Uh, I didn't play on the Switch, really. Oh, okay. I just used it for, like, gathering. Was the dust gatherer. Anything else about Ghosts, Doug? Because we really can't... Is that the one where the the guy has, like, the fake arm? Uh, it certainly could be. That seems to be a trend in video games these days. But I couldn't say 100% yes or no. Dang, he's right. (laughs) 
Dang. Alright. Let's go ahead and move on. Next we have Halo Infinite. I just don't know. Uh, that one was uh, Sam and Mish. Yeah, so Sam may have mentioned a little bit of it. I just really enjoyed the Halo series in general. For a while, I had never played Halo 4, and so I played it in about 8 hours one day. And I, my first ever video game, like, true hardcore video game I played on the PC was Halo Combat Evolved. Now, I say hardcore video game, but Combat Evolved is definitely not, like, on the level of video games today. No. However, like, I, I, I constantly, well, not constantly, I can very easily recall the fear that I got when I first realized what the flood was and how much exactly I loved shotguns. Um, <laughs> I was about to say that. Like, like that was the first game that I played through like 12 times, and then I continuously tried to break. Uh, and like the second or third mission, you have to take, uh, you get in a warthog, and then you have to go down this thing where you first see the elite with the plasma sword. I took that warthog to the point to where the elite could not do his thing with the plasma sword because I was ruining the cinematic with the warthog. Nice. And, like, there's one little doorway that you couldn't fit the Warthog through unless it was upside down. And trust me, that took a lot of practice to get it upside down in the doorway to get it through. But, like, I was not without a vehicle that whole game. And I think Infinite is, like, that final... Kind of like that final step in the Halo series. I feel like anything past this is gonna just be... Just... Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things in Halo Infinite, like in the trailer for it, that reminded me of Combat Evolved, and I kind of hope it's the same little area on the ring. But also, it's it's just... I mean, it's been a while since we had a Halo. And I'm sure, like, there's gonna have a Master Chief's collection with Halo Infinite, and then everything else, maybe even remastered. Uh, but me personally, I like the non-remastered version of Combat Evolved. I'm looking forward to this game. Sadly, for one reason. Well, for two reasons. I want to see how much it affects red versus blue. With the new armor, the new look. It's gonna, it's gonna change look. And then I I'm, also want to see Cortana again, because because Cortana. Cortana. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, for, I forget what I was doing the other day. I was on the Xbox, and of course, Cortana's been adopted by Microsoft's uh, AI, whatever, assistant. Um, and I, I said something like, hey, Cosmo, or hey, something that started with a C, and it, it popped up with, yes, how can I help on my Xbox as I was playing this? I think I was playing Destiny or something. And I was just like, are you, are you serious right now? Because... I said nothing about Cortana, and there you are. I feel like like a little Cortana should pop up on your computer, and be like, "Hey, how can I help you?" And like the like, next, no, the next Windows rendition, they perfected hologram hologram technology only to use Cortana to pop up in like the corner of your laptop. And you know, I would pay for it. We're probably making the three people that have Windows phones with Cortana go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, they probably aren't listening to this anyways. They're too busy fixing their phone. <laughs> Shots fired. Just on the just on the off chance, Cortana, subscribe to the Gaming and Show podcast. <laughs> nice. The three people that own it are now subscribed. Hey, that's You're a welcome. Lo- that's a lot better than the evil tricks you can do with Alexa or Siri. Yeah. Um It reminds also- me of the days when I found a uh, 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 Apple remote 
and realized you could use it on MacBooks. And so in the middle of, like, a huge lecture hall during college, we had, like, of course, everyone in college has a MacBook. So I just turned up everyone's volume and then pressed the play button. Ooh. Uh, I will do a step better. Having a, ta- a phone that has the IR sensor, if you're familiar, there's TVs in the dining hall. Oh, yeah. Yep. We used to change the channel, watch TV in the dining room with, like, different channels. Like, well, at freshman point... year, they used to let you change a channel, so I just changed it to SpongeBob after my 8 a.m. class. And uh, sit there with a bowl of cereal and sit there till lunch, and then I'd just get two meals for one meal scan, and we're good to go. <laughs> nice. We used to ch- I used to turn off the uh, I used to turn on or off the uh, projectors. <laughs> if they're not using it, turn it on. It just suddenly starts going. Brang! Why is there a blue screen? I oh, never. The school there has was failed responding. There, this is cer- there are certain teachers. I was like, no, I I, I like them too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing I'm looking forward to with Infinite is I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of things to do that the Achievement Hunter guys can do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they, there's been some really good ones with Halo 5. Like, they did a, a bowling one where they actually went bowling in Halo. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with this. I wanted to see more with that one where they were, like, showcased where you could change the ammunition that the gun shot. I wanted to see more of that kind of things to do and more different things to do. I like, more wish Royale that if you were, like, a first member... You could go behind the, like, at a series of, behind the scenes of how those maps work. How the heck do you do that? Exactly, like, I want to know, how did they change the guns? Because, well, they kind of showed it in in creating it. Um, It's the one where they're just on the island. It's like the ammunition. It's it's just like a three minute one, I think. Um, But they showed you how to do it. Bowling or the giant robot one. Well, they didn't make those. But, I mean, I'm sure Matt knows, because they always joke that Matt creates them. I'm sure that they can figure it out. Or, you know, contact zombie the person. It. Yeah, contact the person. Okay. just that way. It's highlighting community maps. Well, they don't yeah. do... Those things were awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway, let's move on. Just Cause 4. Mish, you were the only one to put it on there. I think yeah, you might so, also be the only one to have ever played the Just Cause series in this, this group. Okay, so number one, explosions are wonderful as long as they aren't in real life. And even those in real life are sometimes okay. Nice disclaimer. Um, nice disclaimer. Yeah, so Just Cause 3 I've been playing. I actually streamed a little bit of a while back. But it's just one of those things like, I want to get into a game that progress doesn't matter and I can just wreck house. Okay. And so Just Cause 3 has excellently fulfilled that. Now there's still a whole bunch of graphics stuff with Just Cause 3 that I know they've probably improved for Just Cause 4. And then even into, like, from Just Cause 2 is where it really started to get out of hand. They've gone even further with just improved upgrades. Because you can watch, I think Achievement Hunter did a Let's Play in early yep. release or yep. something of that with sort. With the balloons. Yeah. yeah, with the balloons. The balloons are going to be incredibly fun. I hope they and then, fix the spinning. They also, another fix. another YouTuber that I watched, Jacksepticeye, released one. And he, like, really got into the Just Cause 3 series a while back. And nice. so, um, just seeing Just Cause 4 and the teasers, kind of. Um, I'm definitely going to order it, and I will probably also order the DLCs. 
um, when they come out because you know they can't just leave it. Um, any really with any game anyth one's releasing, if they don't do DLCs, then they're just gonna like it's. It's a dead game. Yeah, it's a dead game. It's the same thing with like Grand Theft Auto right now. They could release a new Grand Theft Auto, but they've done well enough with the GTA Five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've done well enough with GTA Five, and they're releasing uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. So I don't think they're gonna worry about that when they can just keep doing DLCs. Exactly. Um. Okay. Anything else, Hort? That's pretty much it, and I have nothing to say about the next one. Okay, Kingdom Hearts Three. What version are you ordering, Derek? PS4. Which edition? Not the two hundred and thirty dollar one. Believe me, I was tempted to be like, "Is that what I want for Christmas?" I I only want the collectible. I only want the collectible pen. Me too. That's, uh, that's it. No, let me tell you. So the other day, I was like super excited. Came home and I'm like, "Hey, you know, fiance of mine, Kelly, um, you need to watch this trailer." She's like, "Cool, King Hearts Three. I know you're excited for that one." Great. She's like, "So what's the story of Kingdom Hearts?" Oh lord. Uh-oh. Oh no. I I pretty much just looked at her like that. What? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and so this morning we're watch. I'm watching a Kingdom Hearts, the honest trailers, Kingdom Hearts two point eight, then Kingdom Hearts, and it's like, and Xenohort did this, and Xenohort, who's not really Xenohort, but his future Xenohort, she just looks at me and goes, "Is this why you couldn't explain?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, because this is like at least ninety eight percent accurate, and the two percent that it's not, it sounds legit, like." logical enough that I wouldn't even question if you said so. And she's like, wow, I kind of hate you and hate me a little bit more for asking that the other day. (laughs) I think I watched a video. It was like 30 minutes long, breaking down the entire timeline where it's like, it starts off here, then goes here. There's two people who have the same exact name. Don't ask us why. There's now two kingdom hearts. Oh, wait, maybe there's three. And it's like, I just like the game, man. I just want to see King Mickey. I just, I just want to see Mickey. Why are we doing this? I'm, I'm excited for this game. 100% pre-ordering the collector's edition just so I can get the pin. That's isn't the collector's edition like 230? No, that's the deluxe collector's edition that you can order only through the Square Enix store. That's the I make questionable choices, so I'm going to spend this money on a game where I could just buy a whole new system to play the game on as well. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Mish, have you ever met me? I of course ham. I sit next to you, Doug. You know how many questionable decisions I make. He watches the Death Stranding trailer at work, man. Um, <laughs> I'm super excited for this game. I think we've talked about Kingdom Hearts ad nauseum, but can we say Utada Hikaru's music brings me back to the point where I'm like, uh, let me point this out. Uh, Kingdom Hearts what two came out in 2005. So we've been waiting for this game for 13 years. That is almost half our life waiting for this stupid game. It better be worth it. It, it will be. It be. will be. It will be. Um, okay. Are you eating Whoppers, Mish? No. Oh, <laughs> if I can identify the candy sound, wow, am I obese. <laughs> no, actually, it's a much higher quality snack. I got the Deluxe Mix Nuts with Sea Salt Mark bundle from Sam's Club. Nice. Hey. I didn't All have right. dinner. I I haven't had breakfast, lunch. Uh, no, I had an egg. Anyway, carrying forward. 
egg. Mario Tennis Aces. Doug, you're the only one to look forward to this game. Uh, I mean, are you gonna get it at no. all? Maybe, maybe not. Depending it would be the perfect. It would be the perfect weekend stream game where you can use your you know stream credits through stream elements and buy in for a tournament and play Mario Tennis. It, what, were there not other games where I would be buying them? I would be all about this, but it's like there are so many other games I want to buy. I just don't know that I can justify going. I want to buy this game to play it one day a week. See, for me, it's like I can play my game at work. Like some games, like Splatoon, very hard to play at work because of the motion control. Uh, Breath of the Wild, easy. Tetris, very easy. This is one of those games where it's just like, okay, I don't need to move around and I can just pause it. Yeah. I, I get that. I'm, I'm really trying to start getting more active and stop sitting at home when I'm not at work. So it's the perfect game to be like, I'm going to go sit at Riverfront Park and play Mario Tennis or something like that. <laughs> Instead or of sitting in my living room and playing Mario, Mario Tennis. Tennis. But you know, like, just being able to take it on the go like if you notice a lot of the games that i picked are going to be on switch yeah because i can not play them sitting in on my couch i play them at work i can play them not at work and somewhere else i can drive anywhere i want and go play this game that makes sense and mario tennis is the perfect game to do that makes sense it's just to me i'm like i have a bunch of other games that i'm picking up i'm just like oh i dig it I don't know that I can justify picking up like seven to ten sixty dollar games. That's yeah, and see, bucks. we're we're assuming right now that they're going to be sixty dollars. That's the current average price. Whatever, they could very easily all combine and be like, you know, let's do it for eighty bucks or ninety dollars. So, like in these, ga- we each pick ten. That could be upwards of a thousand dollars that we spend on games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because I already I already have a list of games where I'm like, I'm getting this to stream, I'm getting this just to play. A lot of the games that I'm picking, I'm probably going to end up streaming at some point, at some time. That's kind of what sucks about streaming, is you have to think, am I going to play this when streaming? I don't have to think about that. No, I, I love that. I, I Honestly, I love that. It's like, I get to play this for the first time on stream with people. Like I love doing that. It's yeah. something that's cool. But, we're not talking about that. Octopath yes. Traveler. Yes, you had Project Octopath, which is what it was called, but then Octopath Traveler is what it officially was called. Uh, super awesome game. It's going to be uh, the return of Square Enix's like old-school Final Fantasy games. Yes. And super excited. I've downloaded both demos, and super excited for this game. It's, yeah, when it's I looked a- over your, your shoulder when you were playing it, I just, like, that's just... I, I just It's can't. not your bag. Yeah. That's not my bag, baby. Um, <laughs> I lo- I love that idea. I love it. Like I missed some of the classic RPGs. I actually picked up a classic RPG recently. What'd you pick up? I picked up Tales of Symphonia. It was five bucks from the Steam store. I have a lot of good memories of Tales of Symphonia. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was like, I like classic RPGs. Like I can stop, put it down, go do something else, come back, and it's right there. Especially on a Switch. Um, old school games, it was like, I have to finish this battle or whatnot. I can stop in the middle of a battle. Yeah. It's not gonna punish me. It's like, it's old school, like, hey, this is the turn. 
structure. You can see whose turn is next planned for that. Almost reminds me of like Wild Arms series or something like that. I'm super yeah. excited for this game. I, yep. I It's going to take a lot of time out of my life. Yep. Uh, I need in, to stop in, getting like 60 hour games. <laughs> in small increments of time, it's going to take my life away. Um, okay. The next game. I am the only one to have it on their list. Uh, the, uh, yeah. I'm going to get Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Did anyone play Ori and the Blind Forest? Nope. Nope. Okay, it came with my Xbox. Oh, it came with mine, too. It didn't come with mine. It was like this little indie game, but it was so... It was a moving game, okay? Like, it's like this little creature that's lost from its family and is adopted, but then is being tormented by this giant bird. But the, all the bird is doing is just trying to protect its babies. Ultimately, all it's trying to do is protect its young. But it misunderstands what the wisp is, so it thinks the wisp is the one that's causing the forest to be on fire. Huh, sounds boring. Moving on! <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's a, it's almost a Metroidvania game, uh, which I hate that phrase. But it's like you get upgrades and everything. I'm it's a platformer game that I I love the visuals, the music is so amazing, and the beginning of Ori and the Blind Forest is heartbreaking. It just starts off the game with the feels, and I I love it. It's not a it's not a long game. It's a simple game. If you're hundred percenting it, it's simple. But I'm excited for it. Like I seen that announcement and I was like, yes, I'm ex- I'm happy with this. So there you go. Okay, I am legitimately surprised that I am the only one that had this on my next on my list. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee. Uh, I didn't put it on there because I already knew I was going to get it. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's kind of a no-brainer type thing. Agree. And, uh, and so I don't actually think there's a lot of reason to discuss it because we discussed it last week. <laughs> I agree. I was just going to say it's on my list. Moving on. <laughs> cool. I See, think the next two we could theoretically lump together somehow. No, no, not at all. You cannot. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, right now, uh, Skull and Bones. Oh, I'm sorry. Sea of Thieves DLC. I could have almost missed it. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. See if these is, uh, it's a very mediocre game. So the reason the, I'm the only one who put this on my list, uh, you just full are. disclosure there. Um, the, the biggest reason why I put this on the list is because in the next few DLCs, not only are they have, they already released one DLC recently, which was the hungering deep where you can fight the Megalodon. Um, if but number two, they're adding in, um, NPC crews. Now, is this DLC going to be free? I, I'm not sure. If it is, cool. If it isn't, then if it's it's not going to be a huge amount of money either. Sea of Thieves. How much was Sea of Thieves when it came out? Forty bucks. Yeah, forty dollars for a very well done. I would say kind of comedic. Uh, I, I will say as game. much uh, grief as I give Sea of Thieves. It's very fun when you play with people. Like, yeah, I had fun when it's, I it's like Destiny. And... Like, I could play it alone and have some sort of forward progress with just leveling and stuff, but it is much more fun to play with someone or with a team of people. 
Yeah. And it like it's it's just what nature of what an MMO is. It's it's massively multiplayer online. I and play an MMO so, by myself and it's perfectly fun. <laughs> well, I mean, you think you're by yourself. Which no, I, get I that checked. For me um, for me, see if these is very forgettable when you're not playing and very enjoyable when you are. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm also excited because I've I've been trying to get my hands on a Sea of Thieves controller for Xbox for I don't know how long, and so I'm slightly hoping that this will bring back those controllers as well because I've asked GameStop every time I've gone in and they've been like, nope, no controllers, but it's 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 just wonderful how it looks. I, and... I will say this, I look forward to playing with you because I figure if it's free. I'm gonna download it. You and I are gonna play it at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we. I mean, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Because I, I'll be back home by two. Um, uh, playing Destiny then. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm pretty excited, but um, yeah, I I just think it's it's a good move for the game to at least add NPC crews, because then you could be in a sloop and wreck crews and just get good at PvP, and then get in a game with the, all your friends, and then just absolutely wreck house. I'm really glad that they, the developers didn't let the game die after the kind of middling to failing reviews that everyone gave it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's it's not, a, it's not a bad game. I in, massively enjoy it when I'm playing it. Like Derek had said, it's forgettable when you're not, but great when you are. Yeah, and I mean, it's a good way to, like, I think Justin, I, I don't probably have more than five or six hours in on the Xbox, but just in those five or six hours, I've made friends that I play with in other games as well. Cool. Nice. So it's definitely a great way to meet new people. Nice. All right. Skull and Bones. I'm the only one who has it on my list. I am legitimately surprised. I already play World of Warships, so I don't need them. It is all of the fun parts of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is all of the sailing. And it is it looks amazing. Like you can go collect treasure. It looks like a more adult Sea of Thieves. In the sense of it looks like you've got real ships going up against real ships with real combat potential. It, it's it's the sailing parts of Assassin's Creed Black Flag without any of the let's go climb stuff and look at stuff. Nope. It's all ship-to-ship combat. And I am extraordinarily happy as that. I, 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 I can only imagine the feeling of I want to be a pirate now and it will give me... Because playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag, I was like, I want to be a pirate. I can only imagine what Skull and Bones is going to do. I'm going to be like, I want to be a pilot, and I want to plunder downtown Louisville mm-hmm. because it's technically close enough to the river, and the river is big enough for my ship. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, you could find ships anywhere that would fit in the Louisville River, but um, getting I want a clipper bridge may be a little bit different. I want a clipper ship. <laughs> Just a full pirate ship, okay? Uh... I don't know. I'm excited for this game. I like the sailing in a, a Black Flag. And shanties. <laughs> Alright. Spider-Man. Sam and Doug are the only ones that have it on their list. So I'm yes. sure Sam talked about it. If he didn't, great. Doug, what do you got to say about it? Uh, I'm super excited for it because like, I've seen all the stuff that's been released about it. And it's Spider-Man. I love comic book games. 
and it looks right up my alley. Like, there's not much to explain other than it's Spider-Man. If you've watched Spider-Man Homecoming or even The Avengers, you get it and you understand why this game is exciting. And the fact that they're introducing, like, Mr. Negative, Electro, and all the old classic villains, it's a smart move. And that's really all I have to say about it. Fair enough. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> Super Mario Party! Everybody but me. What do you guys, yes. and, what do you guys say? Um, well, I mean, it's Mario Party. <laughs> I want to play, I, I want to play it with you guys, and have fun with it. Yeah, Whether I never... streaming or not. Yeah, I never got into any of the Mario parties. We just never had a game system that would play the early ones. And then on the Wii, it just, we never got it. Um, so I'm interested to see, because I mostly just use my Switch for party-type situations. Um, so I am excited to see how I could use this, specifically because it's got that variation you need, but it's also got that winner in the end. Yeah. yeah. That's... That's the only reason I would get it. Like, it has no single-play potential for me. So I'm like, I would only get this as a party game, and I don't... And I don't know if it's got internet. I don't... It's Mario Party's not a game you can play over the internet. No, I mean, yeah. And so I don't have people over, and I don't go over to people's houses, like, nearly... Well, here's why often enough to warrant spending money to buy a game for that. Me, Sam, and Mish have an advantage... We can all, like, Sam doesn't have a Switch, so we'll just say me and Mish. We can bring our Switches to work and play against each other, or with Sam, with one of the other Joy-Cons, and have that game when we're, you know, not taking It would be slightly easier to describe, though, what you were watching than what we're doing with the Joy-Cons on some of those mini-games. I was kind of waiting for them to show one of those games. You know they weren't. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't going to show. Excuse me, I'd like to go to HR now, please. I would, I would definitely uh, start, or before I got it, I would wait for um, one of Achievement Hunter's streams on it, or at least one of their videos that they recorded on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I used to play Mario Kart with people at work, and I just don't anymore. You don't play Mario Kart anymore? Nope. Why? Uh, long story. I'm not going into it. So, huh. I, I just, I don't have enough people over enough, and... It's not a two-player game, because... It, it, it totally is. No, it's, it is, but it's also not, um, because it's one of those, you can't, you're consistently screwing over only one person. Yeah, that's what makes it the best two-player game. I don't know about that, because to me it's like the chaos about it, like, oh, who's gonna win at the end, oh, who gets the most bonus stars, who, you know, you get to have fun with... Your, your other players, it's like, well, if it's just one other person, every time you use a... Half the candies actually no longer work. Because someone are like, pick a place to trade with somebody, and it's like, yeah, you're only trading with one person. Every time I bowl over you and take your coins or your stars, it's only you. It's like playing sorry with one person. It's like, yep, every time I pick on somebody, it's gonna be you. Try not to take it personally, as I'm like, yes, I'm winning at the expense of you. I think it kind of depends on who you're playing with. Like, I have, I would have no problem playing with my fiance because that's kind of, I don't want to say that's the relationship we have because that sounds awful. Um, <laughs> but we're able to play Mortal Kombat at 
any given time. And, you know, while she's just like, and just like hammering on the control, I'm like, easy, the things are $60. (laughs) And I'm just like, let me try to get this combo. And there's a lot of trash talk. And there's a lot of just yelling and, like, that antagonism, but not, like, true antagonism, if that makes sense. I think we also talked about this last week with the Malcolm in the Middle scene. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, to me, it, uh, it has no uh, single player capability or two player. It's like a three, four player. So I think, I, I think it would be an okay streaming game to where you're playing against the NPCs. Cause then you could just be super relaxed, play it and set them as like ridiculously hard. It might be interesting, but I got other games to stream. I'm like, eh, it's not high on my priority list. If it has, internet, it. if it has internet capability, maybe, maybe. Okay, this one is the magnum opus. <laughs> yes. And be, being as it's so well known, and that's Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I actually don't think there's a lot of reason to talk about it in, like, in a copious amounts. One, we're at like an hour and some odd, like 20 minutes, an hour and two minutes. Yeah, yeah, two. So that's one of our longest. But it's Super Smash Brothers. Either you've heard of it or you haven't. And if you haven't, you're probably not listening to the podcast. You're probably right about that. You're also even, probably hiding under a rock. Yeah, so even my fiance, who's never played Super Smash Brothers, knows when I'm like, oh yeah, it's like Melee. And she's like, oh yeah, I understand that. Oh yeah, everybody understands Melee and Brawl and everything. I think the biggest takeaway from it is that Nintendo's released that it will work with Game Bo- or GameCube controllers. Which means they're probably releasing a GameCube controller for the Switch. They yes. are. They re- they're making a new one. And I'm excited for that. Which, Which means... irritates me, actually, because I have a GameCube controller that was designed for the Wii U for the GameCube adapter that's Samus, and I really hope it, like, works. So here's the question. What other games will use it? They're not designing stuff. Well, Mario, yeah, Mario Tennis can actually use a GameCube controller. I was going to say, yeah, they are. It's Smash. They'll design something just for Smash, because they did design stuff just for Smash. <laughs> the only only game to use the eight player multiplayer adapter was Smash. So and I think this yeah, like I said, this is one of those games. They've added two new characters so far, and that being Ridley and Inkling. That's I really think that's all we need to go into. And Daisy. Yeah. Well, Daisy was in Melee, wasn't she? Nope. Nope. Okay, then yeah. She's Peach's Echo Fighter because basically she's Peach but with a slightly different style. Yeah. Pretty much. I like it. But you know who's not in the game? (laughs) 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 Anyway, moving past the Waluigi talk. Um, Up next is The Division 2. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm going to get it on PC. Because I play a sniper class, and it's easier on PC. (laughs) I'm... So when I first got The Division, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, I got it on the PS4, and I was like, this game is trite. I got it on the PC for on a discount. And I was like, I'll play it, and I streamed it. And I really, really enjoy it. There's something simple about it. Yeah, the enemies are bullet sponges, and from all accounts, it looks like they're bullet sponges in Division 2. But I'm happy with that, I'm okay with that, because it's just a fun shooter. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it online with people. 
Like, it looks so good. But it does look really fun. But no one else put it on their list. <laughs> I didn't really care. I didn't so, really care for the division. Yeah, I didn't. I never got into the division. However, um, it is Tom Clancy's division, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I did get into Wildlands pretty well. Now, oh. I only did, like, the first two missions in the full story. Um, but that's also a game that I'd streamed in the past as well. I actually streamed it on a stick, sick day from work, I think. Um, but it's... I, I see the kind of the appeal in the game. However, um, it's just... Of course, it's Wildlands. It's not Division. So, yeah, kind of... I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Last but not least, and it's not one we put on our list, it's one... None of us, yeah, none of us placed this one on our list. But it's Wolfenstein Youngblood. Sam chose that one, and I I will say something about it. It's got twins in it, so you can choose whether to play as male or female. I did note a lot of games were going that route of like, hey, female protagonist, male and female protagonist, pick Mm -hmm. who you want to play as. I like that. Give more players more choices it's like smash they put in the female trainer yeah well i think, no, they, I think the, they put in the male trainer because it was always the female trainer no not the we fit trainer the pokemon trainer oh 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 okay my bad yes 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 i'm happy about that because on some ga- on some games i actually like playing as female characters like my my destiny 2 characters are female is it i was trying to figure that out the other day yeah, I said I modeled her after um, the Paramore's lead singer. Nice. It's something about, like, with male characters, and this is with customizable characters, so not all characters. It's like, what kind of facial hair do you want? Slightly patchy. Patchy. Whoa, you drive a white paneled van. Slightly patchy. Oh, now you're just in a western. And then it's like, haircuts. You want comb over. Slightly bigger comb over. Part. Shaved, bald, spiky, or do you want Goku's hair? It's like, what if I don't want any of those? Whereas with girls, it's like, do you want braids? What type of braids do you want? Do you want French braids? Do you want buns? Do you want just a single braid? Do you want a catfish braid? It's got so many other options. It's like, well, I mean, I kind of like the customization here. Yeah. Oh, I dig it. Yeah. I just so. didn't really get into the most recent Wolfenstein or the other older Wolfensteins, and I definitely think it should. It's probably going to go along the same like rating in terms of maturity. Um, there's a lot of. There will probably be a lot of just. When you're punching Nazis, it's going to be rated R. Right. Yeah. And I also there's like domestic abuse as well, and other things in the New Colossus. So it's just kind of. I, I don't know how well I could support a game without seeing it and really taking it in for myself. I yeah. will censor it, but I love when the get the creator comes up and he's got this like a Austrian accent, I think, and he goes, "Are you all ready to punch some effing Nazis?" Everybody <laughs> goes nuts, and he goes, "And we're also putting it on." The Switch. So you can punch Nazis anywhere. I was like... I, I That's th- a sales pitch. I was like, I mean, I'm kind of on board for this. 
But I was like, okay, I, I'm not into Wolfenstein nearly as much. It seems like a game in a weird way that's right up Sam's alley as uh, he always goes under the uh, Uncle Sam, like America. And I'm like, punching Nazis seems like something Sam would love. Yeah, this, yeah, it's right up his alley. And I mean, he played the new Colossus, I'm pretty sure. And I mean, he's played those just America games. I love so. it. So I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I don't have to play. I like that you, play, you can play as twins. Like, I like that just because, well, I mean, twin. Plot twist, main character's really ice climbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Waluigi. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else? I mean, I uh, think I think that was a good wrap-up of really all of the game. Well, we didn't represent all of the games, but we represented a vast majority, whether it be the ones that you've never heard before or the ones that you know everyone's going to look forward to. So I definitely think... Um, it's been informative, but also, depending on what Sam said, it's uh, could be a waste of time. But who knows? And I do think that more ga- information about certain games will come out the sooner they get to release. So oh, yeah. yeah. This is the last you'll hear of like Fallout 6. I'm definitely still bitter that there wasn't really anything else about the new Metroid coming out eventually. Uh, agreed. Uh, I still think that there's more news to come within the weeks and months. Well, within I mean, the month. Well, that's... That's the point of news, is it comes out when I mean, it comes out. But I'm saying, by the end of the month, we're going to know more. No. In, that, in a big thing, yes. I'm calling it now. Okay. Well, uh, the beginning of next month, we'll tell you. So, okay. with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Thank you all for joining me, guys. I mean, thank, thank you, you for... for joining me. <laughs> thank you for thanking me. Thank you for thanking me for thanking you. Anyway, yep, we, will I'm, see, yep. <laughs> we will see you all next week. So until then, have a good one. Wah! Wah! Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time...